Two Can't Keep a Secret, a Pretty Little Liars podcast with Jay and AJ. Uh, my name is Jay, and I'm here with AJ. AJ, how are you today? I'm doing fine. I'm a little tired because I had a long day, but just talking to you so far has brought so much joy and happiness to me. Like, So how can I say it's a bad day? And we're about to do a podcast? Baby. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We have been chatting about everything under the sun before we decided to hop on here. And then we remembered that we actually had a podcast to record. Um, And (laughs) let me tell you, this week's episode, it was a little hard to get through. But the one thing that got me through it was knowing that I got to talk about it with you. Oh, I appreciate it. Like, is there a specific reason why it was hard to get through? I think for me, the part that's hard to get through is we are lacking two people who were, well, one person who was really heavy in the first three episodes and in Detective Wilden. And then in this episode, there's less alley content while, and we're getting less of the backstory between the girls, but also nothing is really happening in the present with the girls either. It felt like the story wasn't dragging, wasn't moving us forward at the same pace as the first three episodes. Like, I, I can see that 100%. Like, I do believe Allie and um, Detective Darren are um, two of the big um, plot pushers. Like, they continue to push the plot, um, continue with going forward, which is funny considering Allie is dead. Oh. <laughs> or is she? I feel... Ask Hannah. Um... <laughs> Um, but I, I, I agree. I feel like we are lis- missing some of the fun elements that used to be a part of Pretty Little Liars. And I'm not saying it's not a fun show. I still think it's still fun. But like, especially some of the characters and the actions and interactions, it's like, where's the fun part of Pretty Little Liars at? As well as the storylines that are wrapping up slash starting. It's like, I'm not interested in <laughs> Like I'm like, like not, not to go forward, but I don't know who... Um, Smith's new boot thing going to be, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we. So I don't really know if we got his name until he got fired. <laughs> like, like can, midway can through I, the episode, like Spencer's talking to her dad, and her dad's like, "Yeah, what does it matter? He's just a teenage boy. He can do his job anywhere." And Spencer's like, "Alex," and it's like, "Girl, you met him like two days ago, maybe." <laughs> Jay, let me tell you something. I have thoughts and opinions, but I will sum it up real quick if y'all want a spoiler alert for my future opinion. I just want to control, alt, delete everything that's going wrong with Spencer. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you're just like, we, why did she, why didn't she die instead of Alex? <laughs> <laughs> like, truly, Jay, I could care less. Like, <laughs> you could not care less. If you could care less, then that means you care some. I have to care a little bit because I podcast about the show. <laughs> like, you know what? You a point has been made. Yeah. 
Like, if I did have to podcast about the show, that would be less. <laughs> I think the one person who's keeping this show alive for me. Toby Cavanaugh. Well, yes. But, like, of, like, <laughs> of the ones who have, like, a substantial amount of screen time. Which Toby's getting a decent amount. Um, but I would say Hannah. Because her humor, she copes through everything with humor. And she even says that in the beginning of the episode. She says that she coped with her dad leaving uh, by laughing and by crying. And those are two emotions and two reactions that I have to most things in life. I laugh, I cry, I cry while I laugh, I laugh while I cry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think Hannah and I are on the same wavelength. I feel like that was more of an actress choice over like um, a director producer's choice. I I feel personally, because I think the way that the other three members of the core four went like their characters have gotten less and less like gleeful um humorous and gotten like a lot more stern and serious and stuff meanwhile hannah has been like remaining constant despite the fact that she also has um issues going on that could like really turn a person sour so it, it could be an intentional thing by the director but i feel like that was like no i know my character hannah and this is how she would react and they was like, you know what, roll with it. And I heard a rumor. Ooh, I like rumors. Like, especially Adele. You know, mm-hmm. rumor has it. Rumor <laughs> has it. Ugh. That was an answer to a trivia question at tri- an online trivia thing I was at a couple weeks ago. And I got it Ooh. right. And everyone's like, that's an Adele song. And I was like, none of you talk to me. Um, I agree. Pause. Let me add rumor has it to my playlist like right now. <laughs> This is why we get along. So the rumor was (laughs) that something Hannah said this episode inspired you to get back at me by creating a little game for the show this week. Yes, I did. I did. (laughs) So could you you prompt them up with the quote while I get the game straight up? All right. So uh, I guess we'll start with the episode uh, recap. But this week's episode is called Reality Bites Me. And we start off with um, Aria sharing the letter that A sent her mom with the other girls. And they're all like trying to reassure her and be like, it's not your fault that A told your mom. And Aria's like, "Mm, I don't know about that. (laughs) Because Allie actually told me a year ago that I I should tell my mom. And I didn't listen to her. And they're like, what do you mean Allie knew and Allie didn't tell the rest of us and you didn't tell the rest of us and she's like my dad cheated on my mom um which is totally understandable um and well, my response all, like, would be Allie has um told Arya that she should tell her mom Allie and Death has told Arya that she should tell her mom the man she should not be in a relationship has told her you should tell your mom her conscience has been like I should tell my mom I feel like there's a lot of things adding up to be like maybe you should tell your mom but that's just me I mean well <laughs> and then like they're all like kind of sulking about it and because A is still around in their life and Hannah God bless her it like comes to save the day with like a quippy quote again. And she says that Meredith isn't even a cute girl. Isn't it? She says, uh, Meredith isn't even a cute girl's name. Um, (laughs) And I mean, no offense to all the Merediths out there, but like, that's a great way to reassure someone. If there's someone who's like (laughs) interfering in your love life, just be like, insert name isn't even a cute name. 
isn't even name of a cute person. And I promise you, you'll feel a little bit better. Um, so AJ. Yes. How do you feel? Is Meredith a, a name for a cute girl? I feel like Meredith is a very respectable name. Like that's the name of someone that like entered the rooms and like all eyes is on her. Not because like, oh, let me get at her. More like, oh, this woman's a boss. She is a powerhouse and I need to listen. I need to stand up straight, sit a little taller because in her presence, <laughs> I can get chewed up, spit out and she wouldn't even blink an eye because she got business to run. All right. Okay. I see that. <laughs> you can see that? I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the answer. Is she cute? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I respect all Meredith's. <laughs> AJ said, respect all women. All women are cute. Yes, I agree. <laughs> they are. As a gay, I agree. <laughs> um, you respect women over here. <laughs> listen. Yes. I even think a girl named Mona can be cute. I don't think Mona is a cute name, but I think a girl named Mona could be cute. I, 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 I am speechless. I was just aghast. Like, I really like the name Mona. I think Mona's a, a lovely name. Listen, 10 minutes ago, you didn't even remember who Mona was. The audience didn't know that. <laughs> the audience did not know that information. <laughs> you could have denied it. I but why would you just bring that up out of nowhere? Especially like I wanted to see if you were a pretty little liar. I'm not. I thought we established that I don't lie. <laughs> Your ugly little truther. <laughs> ugly big truther. Even a cute name. AJ is a cute name because Jay is in it. Ah, you know what? Bet. <laughs> that was just a way of complimenting myself, but listen, someone has to. I have to take the ones where I can get it, Jay. <laughs> I am few and AJ, far between. You are kind. You are smart. You make me. Don't laugh. you dare color purple me. Oh. I was not going there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounded like you're about to go there. <laughs> so AJ, I heard that you had a game for me despite all of this. Yes, yes, I did have a game for you. And I feel like this game is gonna come in two parts. All right. So I went, so I went Googling, right? Because I was like, I respect Meredith. I love the name Meredith. Um, who's the famous Meredith? Because the first thought in my head was Meredith Gray. <laughs> and I was like, that's not a real person. <laughs> my first thought was Meredith from the parent trap. Um, oh. which if you don't know who that is, like I don't know if we can continue to be friends. Uh, are you talking? About, are you talking to me or just the general public? Everyone, okay. Um, <laughs> because she is the most iconic part of the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap, other than the fact that you get two Lindsay Lohans. Um, and then I was thinking about there's another Meredith, Meredith Vieira, who did the Today Show. And she's a real person. Her name is really Mer yes. Meredith. She's in the real world. Yes. Um, but, here's, but here's my thing, right? I went to a website. I found a website, um, playback.fm. <laughs> if you know that website, that's crazy. I want you to tell me, Jay, who do you think, according to playback.fm, is the most famous Meredith? Well, I can only think of Meredith Vieira as a real person. We're not including characters, right? No, real people. Real people only. I can only think of Meredith Vieira. Well, that's incorrect. Of course so, it is, because wh why would I ever be correct? So, so, so let me tell you something. The most famous Meredith is named Meredith Wilson. Is named Meredith Wilson. 
No, it isn't because I've never heard of her. Could you tell me what his profession was? Excuse me. It was a he. The Listen, most I'm a non-binary heat. queer person, and I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. What? Well, I guess it's not a cute girl name. It's a cute boy name. <laughs> if the most famous Meredith is a, is a man? I have... What? <laughs> Was he in radio? It sounds like an old man name. <laughs> uh, I would say no. Because I don't know if the radio was around when he was alive. <laughs> it no. was. It was around when he was alive. <laughs> I just Googled him. Not reading it. I'm, I'm not reading anything about him. I'm just looking at his picture. He was cute. He, he had glasses that worked for him. <laughs> that worked for him? <laughs> no, like, like he has like cute glasses. Like those glasses are coming back in fashion right now. Um. Okay, looks like he was involved in music of some kind. Yes, yes. I'm yes. just looking at pictures and he has his hands in the air and he looks like he's conducting. Cool. He looks yes. like he was not alive during times of color photography. Um depends on what color photography took place. Um that's a well, good I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, he wrote this... the music man. The Music Man. <laughs> Do you know who's in the Music Man on Broadway? Who's in it? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know who's in it. Hugh Jackman is in the revival. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So does that make a little more sense? That why he's the most famous Meredith or no? Still like now that shit. okay, so I think there's a couple different things here. Yes. I was thinking most famous in terms of on a screen of some kind, mm. perhaps on a play, like on stage, most famous performing yes. Meredith. And while he was a singer and a composer, yes, he's more famous for creating shows like The Music Man and mm -hmm. other creating music. So it makes sense, but also that wasn't like that, like authors didn't even cross my mind. Like think <laughs> People who didn't perform never crossed my mind. Well, 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 here's my next question for you. They also rank the people. They don't rank them. They score them on a scale of zero to 100. If they scored a zero, that means nobody on earth knows them. If they scored a 100, that means everybody on earth knows them. Okay. Jay, what score do you think Meredith Wilson received on a scale of zero to 100 on the famous scale? 54. When I tell you you overshot Jay, are you ready for this? 12. You overshot Jay. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Meredith Vieira is more famous than this guy then. No. Meredith Wilson scored a 7 on the 0 to 100 scale. I don't trust this website you have there. When I tell you this website is crazy, let me go to my second part of the game. Okay. I started looking up other famous people that I was like, these are some of the most famous people in the world. Period. Right? Uh -huh. And I want to see what score they received. So Dwayne DeRot Johnson... <laughs> Good old Dwayne. On a scale of zero to 100, what did Playback FM say his famous score was on a scale of zero to 100? And to be clear, you're asking for the score I think the website gave him, not my personal score of what I would give yeah. him. Yeah. Tell me what you think they gave him and then tell me what you would have gave him. Because I'm intrigued. 57. 
That's what you would have gave him? No. What would you have gave him? So he's sort of spiked in popularity over the past six or seven years. Mm -hmm. I'd probably give him globally an 80 to an 85. Well, I like to say you're wrong and you overshot for Dwayne Dwight Johnson. Even in the 50s? He's not even in the 50s. Where are these people getting their numbers? <laughs> they surveyed people. <laughs> on okay. Which people? Where? <laughs> Would you like to know what score Dwayne DeRoy Johnson receives? <laughs> I would love to. Please tell me you reached 20. He scored a 26 on the famous scale. <laughs> a 26. A 26. Listen, he's more popular than Meredith Wilson. Correct. By 19. So, 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 so the game we're playing now is, is this celebrity more or less famous than Dwayne The Rock Johnson? According to this 20, website. According to Playback FM, who scored a 26. Are you ready, Jay? As ready as I think I can be. All right, then. You requested this one. Is Dolly Parton more or less famous than Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh, God. Well, I know that <laughs> on Radiolab, on NPR, they mentioned that her Q score... Her mm-hmm. approval score is universally the highest amongst pretty much anyone. And like, it's almost impossible to get this Q score that Dolly Parton has. But if Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a 26. Yes. I'm gonna give her 33. So you were right that she is more famous than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hey, you actually lowballed her. She scored a 42. Yes! <laughs> 42. Famously, Jackie Robinson's baseball jersey number. <laughs> I love that. See, you see, you gotta have faith in our girl Dolly. Dolly is famous. I was hoping I was underestimating because if I overshot Dolly Parton, I don't mm-hmm. think I could continue to live on this planet. No, Dolly Parton is a 42 out of 100, which is more famous than Dwayne Rod Johnson. I want to know what 100 out of 100 is. I'm intrigued. Well, let's go to our next person. <laughs> um, Times 2021 person of the year, Elon Musk. Is he more or less famous than Dwayne DeRoy Johnson? When were these people surveyed? Oh, I have I do not know that. Because like if they were sur- surveyed in like 1990, like that <laughs> changes things. Um, I'm gonna give him 22. So you're saying less famous with 22? Yes. He is less famous. Good. And he only scored a 10 out of 100. Damn. Meredith <laughs> Wilson should have done better. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So, but at least he's not as famous as Dwayne DeRoy Johnson. It's true. But here's another question. Oh, no. Current president of the United States, Joe Biden, <laughs> is he more or less famous than Dwayne DeRoy Johnson? So... Joe Biden, not the most exciting of politicians or presidents. Um, Not a former celebrity. Has done less good for this world than Dolly Parton and Dwayne The Rock Johnson combined. Um, Or separately. I'm going to give him, I'm going to say less. And I'm going to say 17. You are wrong on both accounts. Joe Biden is more famous than Dwayne Watt Johnson. 
Okay. And he scored a 69. Nice. (laughs) But also insulting to Dolly Parton. No, okay. All right, you know what? She's working nine to five. (laughs) What a way to make a living. Honestly, all hail Dolly. (laughs) She is a treasure. She really is uh, underrepresented on this floor. How how about Kylie Jenner? Could you tell me about Kylie Jenner? Uh, No, but I could tell you about Lamar Odom. (laughs) (laughs) But I think Kylie Jenner is probably one of the most recognizable names amongst young people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if young people are the ones answering this. Although, I'm going to say... 45 so higher you are wrong on both accounts what kylie jenner is less than less famous than dwayne rock johnson and she only scored a two (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i believe you i mean i do believe you but this looks like wild i told you it's why i told you in the pre-show this episode is not episode this um website is crazy Would you like to know? She's not even the most famous Kylie. (laughs) Kylie Montague? Is it not Minogue? Oh, no. (laughs) Is it not Minogue? (laughs) I like how we're both Googling. Um, The Australian singer, right? Yeah. It's Kylie Minogue. (laughs) question you know kylie minogue is more famous than kylie jenner is kylie minogue more or less famous than dwayne or johnson you looked this up didn't you like right now no jay oh, this is this, in my notes you had this prepared this, and my notes he, are printed he, he's gotta be less <laughs> she's gotta be less she's more famous than dwayne or johnson i didn't even know how to pronounce her name and she scored a 48 more than dolly <laughs> more than dolly <laughs> yo <laughs> we only got a few more. We only got a few more. How I, about, I'm shook. How about LeBron James? I'm gonna go with less, because why? Why not? <laughs> he is less famous than Dwayne Rod Johnson, scoring a 23. That's because sports are stupid. I'm just going to the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to respond. Oprah is Oprah more or less more, famous? More, more. I'm just going for it. Dwayne Johnson. I'm not overthinking it this time. No numbers, just more. She is more. She scored a forty out of. 100. Yeah, she has a ma- She has a magazine. <laughs> she has a TV show. She had a talk show. Oprah is Oprah. <laughs> she gave away cars. Come on, she's a meme. Okay, She's the mother one, I one. never had, the sister I always wanted, all that other stuff. Is Taylor Swift more or less famous than Dwayne Rod Johnson? Well, the whole Kylie shit really fucked me <laughs> up. I'm just going to go with more. <laughs> Even though it's going to be less because 
these people are out of touch. Taylor Swift is more famous than Dwayne Rock Johnson, and she scored a 55. 55? Yes. Well, damn. <laughs> so if we're just going by the people in my game today, rank them from least to most famous. It is Kylie Jenner, Elon Musk, nope, LeBron forgot. James. You forgot, from Meredith. From least of, I did forget Meredith. So from least to most, Kylie Jenner, <laughs> Meredith Wilson, Elon Musk, LeBron James, Dwayne DeRock Johnson, Oprah, Dolly Parton, Kylie Minogue, Taylor Swift, Joe Biden. Well, <laughs> what a life we lead in the big brother house. <laughs> when I, Jay, when I told you this, this website was crap, <laughs> I was not joking. <laughs> like, I was expecting like, oh, this website doesn't have any famous Merediths or something. They have famous Merediths. <laughs> Meredith Wilson? Don't put respect on Meredith Wilson's name. He is the music man. He, he is the music man. Well, thank you for that enlightening game. I'm glad. I'm glad I could waste like 20 minutes of your time. That was beautiful. And I am not sure that I'm able to cope with the news that I learned. Um, <laughs> but I will do my best. We can do this. We got an entire podcast to do. That is true. Um, so what we've learned is that Joe is a very cute girl name and uh, <laughs> Meredith, not so much. <laughs> like, honestly, at least 62% less cute than Joe. And Hannah, and, and now back to the show, Hannah is just trying to make people laugh and be a little lighthearted. Um, and she says that that's because that was the only way she could cope when her dad up and left them. And that is not the thing to say to a girl who is questioning whether or not her father is going to leave her family. <laughs> well, here's my thing. Uh, she had a year to think about this. I, I think you just prolonged the pain and suffering because I, I think it was always going to come out. And I think if you just waited like a year and a half to tell your mom, well, pause, you didn't even tell your mom. I, like, I know what your fear is, but I think she even says it later on this episode. It's better she knows than to make her look stupid, <laughs> especially for like a year and a half. Yeah. So I think the least of your worries is like, oh, my dad might have to get kicked out of the house. Right. Like, she doesn't even know if her mom's still mad at her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emily, like, and the other girls basically try to be like, it's okay, we'll be there for you no matter what. And like, sure, you have your friends, but like, you may not have your father. And that's pretty upsetting. Um, well, I, I don't think, she, well, here's, here's another thing. And I think I have um, defended this man in the past. I don't think he's like a bad dad. Like he hasn't given any, um, shown, like he's been inf, inf, infidel, <laughs> unfaithful. He's been unfaithful. He has been unfaithful to his wife, but I think everything that I've seen with his kids, he's been, like, a good dad to them. And I don't think, like, just because he hasn't fallen out with their mom means he's, like, I'm going to stop seeing my children. Right, but we're talking about, like, what Arya's perspective is. And she obviously isn't really in touch with reality. Well, we've been knew she wasn't in touch with reality. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so Spencer basically is, like, listen, let's change the subject. Let's go upstairs and clean the mirror because I can't sleep at night knowing that message is going to be watching me um and hannah says 
you guys go upstairs. I'll stay down here. And Aria <laughs> teases her and says, are you sure that's a good idea to stay downstairs alone while the three of us are up upstairs when there were, this house was just broken into? And that's a good, that's a good point. So uh, Hannah decides to go upstairs with them. And while she's going upstairs, she gets a text from A. And she what? says another great quote, which is the creature's back about A. That's amazing. But I, I got I got a question. Um, Like a year ago, five of y'all slept together and one of y'all still ended up dead. So, like... Well, I mean, Allie did go out on her own. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. <laughs> See, the cat knows. The cat's like, uh-uh, the story ain't adding up. That's like, there's something he he just here. said, this is A, but he can't tell you. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry you don't speak cat. Ah, uh, man, thank you. I took too many years trying to learn Latin. <laughs> and what use has, and what has that done for you? Uh, um, you know what? I don't know any Latin today. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, so the text that Hannah gets from A reads, ever wonder what's going on when your back is turned? And there's an attachment. And the attachment is a video of when the girls were discovering the lipstick message on Spencer's mirror. And it looks mm. like it was taken from inside of Spencer's closet. So they go upstairs to check and they open the closet and they scream when they open the closet because um, a lipstick falls out. And it's the same shade of lipstick as the lipstick that was on the mirror, which was jungle red lipstick, which mm -hmm. used to be Allie's shade and is the mm -hmm. shade of lipstick that Jenna currently wears. Let me tell you something, Jay. That was not even the wildest part of this scene. I'll tell you the two wilder things. Wild thing number one, her closet is made of windows. You could see through her closet from standing outside the closet. Yeah. Who does that? Who wants to see inside of their closet? So I think, so it's, it's a style choice, but I've seen it before. Mm, I haven't seen it before. I don't like it personally. Me neither. Um, I noticed that and I was like, oh, I'm not okay with this. I'm actively not a fan. But also like, how did they not see somebody? That gives me the point number two, actually point number three. <laughs> Go on. Point number, point number three. Um, I'm back on Spencer is a. I'm back on the train. I think Spencer may not be alone, but I think Spencer is one of a. Interesting. So tell yes. me how you think this all was set up. I, I'm I, my think my thought process is this creepy thing happens into your house, right? Like, oh, someone writes on your mirror and they just happen to leave a pair of lipstick in your closet and the purse retrator had just happened to be inside of your closet, right? Mm -hmm. But yet, not only that, while you're home alone, like, of course, we know that A might know a lot about everyone's secrets. But who knows more about the secrets than one of the people who have the secrets? That's my question. Interesting. And we know that they are pretty little what? Liars liars they are all liars and can i tell you the truth you could I, fe I feel like the spencer a messages i don't remember them they've been like some of the least damning ones they've been like you made out with your sister's boyfriend oh. is this a fact 
like 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 legit hannah's has been like psychological abuse <laughs> um um what was it emily has been like i'm threatening to out you <laughs> and then you have um uh, aria who's like hey i'm threatening to ruin your family <laughs> ruin your family but also report a crime <laughs> which is why a is the of the story <laughs> And we know that A is a very communicative person and Spencer is supposedly a great writer. And, and I think there is like, a, and, I, and I don't think this was by herself because she couldn't be in the closet recording them. So I think she does have an alias. Potentially Detective Darren, I don't know. I don't know how to add those up. Well, Honestly, you probably don't. She also could have set up the camera. She's smart like that. Like I wasn't smart like that. I didn't think of that. <laughs> but like, you know, I don't remember if the camera moves. I don't either. But if the camera's only at one angle, all you got to do is set up the camera. Like, I feel like it'd be one thing if this um was at another girl's house and there just wasn't, like, evidence right there. But I think it's, like, this is, like, too perfect for Spencer. It's, like, too cute. And, and part two or part three, whichever one it is. You're on part four now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just been going off on stuff. People need to learn how to rein me in. No, I'm loving <laughs> this. I need more insight on your like thought process throughout this entire show. The dumbest thing I think I've seen on this show, oh, and God. I've seen a lot of dumb things. Seen some was, shit. <laughs> was Arya taking the lipstick that is obviously the same oh, color as um <laughs> and then putting it on her hand <laughs> and then putting it next to the mirror and being like, Yep, the same shade of red. <laughs> and like, here's the thing. Yes. I understand swatching makeup, like putting it on your hand to see if it'll look good on your face, right? Like that's what you do when you get <laughs> eyeshadow, when you get lipstick. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do that because you, the color of like the back of your hand is yes. pretty close to the color of the skin on your lips or on your face. Gotcha. And, but like, you could have- <laughs> You could have drawn on the mirror. You could have drawn on the mirror. Or like. And pause. I think it would be more accurate. <laughs> right. And if you're worried about the evidence from the scene of the crime, you're about to wipe it clean anyway. <laughs> like, and also like doing? take a picture of it. Like it also pause. You have the video. You know the culprit was in the closet. <laughs> right. And like even. But like. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like it was baffling. I was I was so lost, Jay. For you don't know how long it took me to a dizzy. It, it makes no sense. <laughs> and yeah, we'll get into the rest of it because it comes up a little later about what else doesn't make sense about this scene. Uh okay. So we get our credits. Two can't keep a secret if one of them is two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. We can't keep a secret. You all know that. Because neither of us is dead. That is true. As far as I know. <laughs> I'm gonna pinch myself. I still feel that, so I think I'm alive. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh the next day, maybe, and Arya's getting ready for school. Uh, and her brother Mike, who may have made the little cross team maybe that 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 was that was not my that was i didn't even think about that jay can i tell you what i thought yeah 
that's not the same actor. <laughs> that's not the same actor from the first episode or from the takeout episode. Are you sure? I, you know how I know that, sure? Yeah. Because I know who the actor is. And that, that was not the boy that was in the first two episodes. Um, that's Astra Adams from All American. <laughs> that's a preview best in Astra Adams. <laughs> and trust me, Jay, if I knew Astra Adams was in the show from episode one, I'd been like, oh my God, Astra's in the show? Notice so, how I don't know the actor's name. <laughs> um, it's Cody. It's Cody Allen Christian. And that sounds right. He was in the pilot. No, he wasn't. He's only that Mike has only been portrayed by Cody Allen Christian. No, I disagree. Well, because I know who Cody, not Cody Christian. I, yeah, I know who Asher Adams is. Because it's not Ashley. It's not Asher Adams. That's the character he plays on All American, and I watch All American, so I know who that character is. Okay, I was... <laughs> it is the same actor, but the, but it is. But I, is I know there's who that only been is. one actor that plays Mike Montgomery. And let me tell you something: it was not him. It is. No, no, I, I would fight. I would fight to the death for this one. You know what? I'm a I'm a man without a cause. I know I know this ain't good. Like people but, like back. But like you're you're wrong. Actually. Um, he wasn't in the pilot, but he was in episode two. Oh, he might have been in episode two because I don't remember him in episode two. Um, That's when he gets the Chinese off. food. Ah, uh. but you're right; he wasn't in the pilot. Oh, okay. Well, we'll pause. You were right that he was in episode two. <laughs> See, we were both right and both wrong. <laughs> well. Actually, I think I was just right and wrong, and you were just right. Well, I was fighting you that he wasn't in any episodes until now. Well, that was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong on that front. I, I could have okay. been wrong. Either way. <laughs> but, like, that's Asher Adams! <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, he comes to make a joke about Arya applying makeup um, because, like, <laughs> you're going to poke an eye out. Okay, whatever. But also, he's, like, supposed to be 14, so he's not supposed to be creative. Um, and then he opens up a little and he says that he can sense that there's a weird vibe between their parents. And Arya says, don't worry about it. It's nothing. Proving that How... she will continue to lie. You have learned nothing. <laughs> she has learned legit nothing. <laughs> I mean, in this case, I do think that like, she could say like, you should ask mom. Because I think like at that point, it might not be her place to tell her brother. I understand feeling that way, but like, don't say nothing's happening. Say like, maybe you should talk to mom about <laughs> that. You know, like, I, 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 I would just, I think, um, he wouldn't do that. Right, I think, but like, Arya's reaction is like, don't worry about it at all. It's nothing, and like, that's not true. Like la later on, they're just straight up screaming downstairs at each right, other. They're like, like fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like there is obviously something wrong <laughs> and it's not a vibe it is like actuality yeah and i'm not saying i'm not saying Arya caused it um but i'm not saying but she, she did she did prolong it yeah he does um <laughs> and basically downstairs uh byron montgomery their dad asks about taking mike to practice which is why i assume he made the team uh, oh. He doesn't say lacrosse, but he does say to practice. Do you want me to take them to practice? And I'm not sure if he's talking about both his children or if Mike uses they/them pronouns. 
see, I was still stuck on the Asher Adam fact. <laughs> I was, <laughs> that that like Jay, that had me a tizzy this entire episode. <laughs> Just things have me tizzy this episode. <laughs> Listen, when you recognize someone, it can like upend your entire experience. <laughs> like all I think about when I recognize someone is like, oh my god, is that who I think it is? And then I have to like Google it. Then I have to think about everything they've been in, and then I get sidetracked. So I get it. <laughs> No, well, that's different because I feel like in that case, they're just like it's you guys scratch, right? Like, oh, I know this person, but I don't know who this person is. No, but like for me, it's like even if I know who it is, I still have to confirm. Ah, understood. Like I'm like, because like in the case of like Mike, he is kind of generic white boy looking. Like there are several actors mm-hmm. around his age from that time period where I could have confused him for. Mm, understood. Understood. So I do have to confirm and be like, okay, was he in this? Was he in that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know you. Do you watch? You don't. You don't watch All American. I assume you don't. No. Well, I've I've only seen season one and I've only seen half of season two. Um, I think I like Ash Adams, but I don't know if that's the right take to have. <laughs> because, because that'll because be our next know podcast. <laughs> of All American. Yeah. Oh, that's a mess. That shows a mess. Oh my god, I love All American. Uh, can, uh, um, the first show I ever wanted to podcast about was All American. I'm not even well, dang, you should have brought that up. Hmm? Oh, no, oh, no. Like, this was back in, like, no, I'm just doing before um, even I applied for RGP. Like, I, was, I was like, oh, I want to talk about the show. <laughs> um, And uh, so Byron is basically, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on. And his wife, Ella, is short with him, as she should be. She's not happy. And he asks if maybe they mm-hmm. should go to a counselor or a therapist. And my automatic reaction is like, you know what? Like, now that she knows that is a decent response to have and, like, a healthy way to handle things. But mm-hmm. also, you kept a secret from her for a year. So, yes. like, if, like, kudos immediately taken back. <laughs> like, it's it's, like... Now that the cat's out of the bag, um, maybe we should do something about it. Now, now that I've now that I've exposed this deep dark secret that I kept from you for quite some time. Now that I want to go to trouble. therapy. Now that now that yeah, now that you know I've been out. <laughs> um, now that I've been had. Um and wait also, wait Jay oh, yeah. he he hasn't even had by a person he's been had by a letter. Literally. <laughs> In multiple ways. Um, and he asks her if she wants him to move out. And Ella makes a good choice here and says, like, that's not my choice to make. I don't want you to put this all on me and make me the bad guy because you decided to to have an affair. Um, and he has to go to work, so he leaves. And Aria overheard most of this. And she asks her mom if her mom's going to tell her brother. And... Ella basically says, like, I will when the time is right and we figure out how we're going to handle things. Um, and Arya says, it's been hard to keep the secret for a whole year, which surprises <laughs> her mom who didn't know that she thought that Arya knew, like, recently, and this A person, like, exposed a new secret. But no. 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 Like, and, like... And it turns out that Byron didn't even tell Ella that he asked Arya to keep it a secret. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I know I got on, like, um, Spence, like, the other episode being like, hey, why are you trying to get someone to get you out of it? You are 
as bad of a person. But in this case scenario, I think he could have got his daughter out of it. But I don't know if he was thinking of her at this point in time. I think he was like, um, is my marriage over? Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, that's a, like, they need to have a discussion about what actually happened before they talk about, anyway. Well, I, th- I think I mean, I, I know that it's like in a position where she's like, I actively do not want to talk about this right now because I am um, in my feelings. Yeah. And especially now that I know you known for over a year, I definitely do not want to talk about it with you. I feel like that's more valid. It is. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't know. There's like, there's no mm-hmm. good way to go about this conversation. Well, yeah, I agree. I feel like this is a terrible situation that they've all landed themselves into. Well, pause. I wouldn't say they did it. Like, Ella did nothing to, to deserve this, to my and knowledge. you know who really yeah. got fucked over here besides Ella and Mike? Who? Iceland. <laughs> Listen, Iceland was supposed yes. to be this beautiful, romantic getaway. Ella mm-hmm. saw it as this amazing vacation where they were able to reconnect as a family and move forward through a really hard time with Arya dealing with her, the miss, her friend going missing. And she even calls it like this romantic trip and one of the best vacations of her life and all this other stuff. And um, it turns out that Iceland was a way of hiding an affair. And I think that Iceland deserves better. Iceland should be celebrated for what it is and not be used as a way to cover up for your your secrets. Although if you're going to cover up any secrets, you should give me a trip to Iceland instead of telling me something that you don't want me to know. I agree. Um, And I know you're still wanting that Iceland sponsorship. However, However, that like have basically took this like beautiful, lovely time that Ella had in Iceland and has tainted everything give her like, <laughs> another trip to iceland let her I, redefine her experience on her own terms because <laughs> truly because now that she knows the truth of why they even went to iceland like i'd be mad too i wouldn't want to go now Ari is never allowed to drive again <laughs> like how do you think this would change a little overall like now that she knows oh i would i would never be able to think about anything like from that vacation without being absolutely devastated. Mm-hmm. I, I meant more of his character, even though I know you've seen the entire episode, series, so you know how it changes her, if at all. Yeah, so I can't answer. <sighs> Dang it. Me just trying to ask a question. <laughs> I'm just trying to record a podcast and my... <laughs> how, how, how dare you? <laughs> but yeah, I think like, I think that, you know, in this situation, Byron really is the bad guy. And while yes. I don't agree with what Arya did, and even Arya no. doesn't really agree with what Arya did, like, no, she is a teenager. Yes. And she's being taken advantage of by several adults in her life. And specifically the men are sort of grooming her in a really awful way to keep secrets that are going to lead her down a really dangerous path. Yes, I. Uh, Should yes. we uh, pivot to a more wholesome man? There's a wholesome man. <gasps> there is a wholesome man. It's not the one that you're in love with. I'm sorry. So we see Hannah, 
and she drops <laughs> a pair of shoes um and she runs into sean and sean, sean! Just, yeah he's our wholesome man he is uh, one I, of two. Said it, it was like i was saying he might be yeah yeah he's one of two yeah because the other's toby cavanaugh yeah, I, I I wanted to know if I can just like add Asher Adams to that just because <laughs> No, because he's a character from a different show. <laughs> no, Asher Adams from All American cannot be, and I repeat, will never be in the category of wholesome. <laughs> you mean Mike Montgomery. I mean, sure, we don't know anything about him. Well, y- yes, but like I, I like would like Chinese to let you know for Mr. In my, in my notes, he never goes as Mike, he only goes as Asher. <laughs> All right. um but sean jokes with her about the uniform she has to wear um and hannah says hideous looks good on her and she's not wrong she looks good in literally everything this is his first time seeing her since like you know she wrecked the car right yeah sean is a better person than me because i don't know if that would be like my first interaction with someone who you know well, here's the thing, like, I think Sean also somehow feels guilty for something that is completely Hannah's fault and responsibility. Like, Sean did nothing wrong. Right. He set a boundary saying he didn't want to have sex, and Hannah took that to mean that he didn't like her, and that was Hannah's interpretation, and then Hannah got drunk and stole his, stole and crashed his car, but yet somehow Sean still he shares this with Hannah that he tried to take the fall for the car crash. He what? He, yeah, he tried to. Did Mm-mm. you know? <laughs> oh, I, that was my reaction. Oh, okay. I was like, like he, he. I was like, you watched the episode. I, I did watch the episode when he said that. I lost my mind. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he says that he tried to take the fall for the car crash, and like my first reaction is like, okay, like maybe because like he wants to like save face for Hannah, or maybe he knows that Hannah is like going through a lot lately or like maybe there's some other reason but no he takes the fall because he felt bad about what happened at, at Noel's party aka he didn't want to have sex with her I, I I remember actively saying like John needs to break up with her and I feel like I said um they need to separate before the party even happened <laughs> like, I remember this like so the fact that he's like trying to cover for her it's just like uh, what's on mine well at least Hannah like has a good enough head on her shoulders at this point in time and i i think it's i think uh sean also brings out like a more positive side of her because she's more quippy and sarcastic and like this like flippant with other people and like doesn't isn't as like openly kind in a way with other people like she's still kind but like she's more sarcastic about it and also she doesn't care as much when it's not with Sean because like she says like it is my Uh fault and I should I have I need to pay things off because it is my fault and like I'm sorry well here here's my thing you I I think another stance I have often took on this podcast is I don't feel like any of these girls are at a point in their lives or their teenage lives to be in a relationship and I feel like Hannah right now is not good for Sean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I agree, but I think Sean is good for Hannah. But, but that, what about that Sean? Mean, that doesn't like, mean like, it's a good like, relationship, like, like, <laughs> like, it doesn't like, mean it's a good relationship, but I think, like, he brings out yeah. a better side of her when they're not talking about sex. 
but then that's a lot of pressure you're putting on him. Oh, like, hundred, which is why it's not a good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like I agree with you. Like oh, okay, if it's, right. oh, it, but I want to acknowledge that like he does bring out a softer side of Hannah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, I can, I can acknowledge that. And like the softness isn't. I mean, even even when they're joking, it's still kind of soft because Hannah, she's she's so funny. So she says that uh, working at a dentist's office will help with her fear. And Sean naturally goes, "Are you scared of the dentist?" And she goes, "No, children." <laughs> And I was like, same, same. Like, they yeah. are terrifying. Do they bite when they're six years old. And I'm like, Hannah, yes, girl. They bite at all ages. They're like. Child saliva. That's the scariest thing on this planet. That's not true <laughs> because animals can give you rabies. <laughs> Jay, I've seen a child with saliva come out their mouth and I actively want to run away. That's fair, but also rabies. <laughs> but saliva <laughs> there have been like six or seven cases in human history of people surviving rabies <laughs> six or seven I'm people in human history i'm trying to a haha and you're like let me bring you statistics <laughs> listen i did not go through training in orange county new york for 10 years in a row about ticks and fleas and rabies and all that stuff just for you to tell me children are more scary than rabies. I think children's saliva is more terrifying. <laughs> Only if it's full of rabies, in which case you and the child are going to die. Not, not me and the child. If they bite you. <laughs> no. This is why we got to run away from the saliva. But you could get a, a rabies shot and then you'd be fine. But you have to get the rabies shot like immediately. Mm. Um, okay. when I went to Israel, <laughs> I was like, should I tell the story? Yeah, I'm going to tell the story. Um, I tell the story, then. I'll kick back and listen. Um, if the person in this story ever hears this, I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. So I went to Israel on, uh, in 20 something in the 2010s and mm -hmm. in Israel, this is before I ever had a cat. And in Israel, cats are like squirrels. They don't have squirrels in Israel, but they have cats everywhere. Mm -hmm. Tons okay. of cats just roaming. They're just strays. They're everywhere. Yes. And you don't touch the cats because you don't know what diseases they're carrying. Understood. I agree. Um, no matter what, no matter how cute they are, no matter if they approach you, you, you just don't touch the cats. But all the Americans want to touch the cats because in America, cats are pets. I'm staying away from my And like, animals. they still have pets, pet cats in Israel, but like, they're indoor cats because you don't let your cat outside because it's going to get attacked by these other cats. And this girl I was on a trip with back when I was in a mm -hmm. sorority, we were sorority sisters. Uh, I dropped the sorority because they were transphobic, homophobic, et cetera, racist, you name it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, this girl pets a cat and the cat bites her. And, mm -mm. and it breaks her skin a little bit. So she, and like, people are getting sick on our trip left and right because someone came on with pneumonia. Someone came on with another, like another illness. Everyone on our yeah. trip was so sick. And so this girl and I, this, this girl is like, I need to get a rabies shot. Or she's told she has to get a rabies shot. Yes. Now she has to go to the health clinic 
the outpatient clinic and she begs me to come with her. I'm like, whatever, I'll go with you. It's fine. What am Mm -hmm. I doing with my day anyway? Um, This girl, she is a cancer survivor Mm -hmm. at like 19 years old. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, that's awesome. Right. Like amazing. And she is so scared of needles. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) She's going to pass out at the sight of one. Oh no. I had to be like, do you know the, do you know Weekend at Bernie's? No. So basically Weekend at Bernie's, they have to prop up this guy's body and pretend he's alive and kicking. Oh, I know the bit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see many people do copy that bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the bit. Yeah. So I basically have to weaken to Bernie's her body in the clinic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and like, she can barely get out her name. She can barely. <laughs> and uh, so she gets her rabies shot and she's like, that's worse than cancer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't say that. She's like, oh, no. I can say that. And I'm like, <laughs> but you shouldn't. <laughs> Oh no! Because one of these, one of those could kill you, and the other one stops you from dying. <laughs> so every no. time I think about getting rabies and rabies shots, I think of this girl who said uh, cancer was worse. <laughs> that the rabies shot was worse than cancer. That's crazy. <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't. That's wild. She had one round of shots in Israel and another round in the United States, just to confirm when she went back. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, that confirms you learned one lesson. Do not pet cats. In Israel. Correct. You can pet cats in the United States. In fact, you should adopt a cat. Maybe two. I did. Yeah, so um, Hannah has a fear of children, and they joke about it a little bit. And then she asks Sean if he still wants to go to homecoming with her. And Sean's like, "Mm, I have a lot of football practice the next week or two, but we should talk about it. By the way, my ride is here, and I got to go. And this blonde girl, like, drives up. Sean, like, jumps in the car, and he's like, bye. I'm not going to lie. I I did... The spirit of Hannah took over me for a second. I was like, who is this? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I was like, Hannah, I'm over here like, Hannah's completely in the wrong. Sean, you did nothing wrong. In fact, you need to leave this woman. Like, this is not good for you. Comma, but who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this new girl? <laughs> well, then we cut to school. And the girls are all talking in front of the lockers. And uh, Spencer says she doesn't think that Jenna could break into her house because she's blind. First of all, Spencer, blind people can do pretty much anything that a a sighted person can do. Mm -hmm. And you're being a little ableist by saying that blind people can't commit crimes. (laughs) Everyone, well, everyone can commit crimes. Don't be ableist. Crime is for everyone. <laughs> um, and Arya says, you know what? Maybe Jenna wasn't alone, which, you know, again, crime is for everyone. You just need accommodations. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, she is implying 
that Toby Cavanaugh might have been involved. And What's Emily's, up, Arya? And Emily's like, Mm-mm, no, ma'am, I don't think that Toby was involved. And Spencer and Arya make some comments about him that are just uncalled for and rude. Uh, like Spencer says that maybe he took a break from sitting on his porch pulling the heads off of squirrels. Like, where does that come from? I know that they think that he's like, well, they first of all, they know he's not a criminal. Toby Kavanaugh has done. They know he didn't set the guitar. Wrong. Not the guitar. They know he didn't send set the garage on fire. They know he it was has done alley. nothing wrong. He is an innocent in this entire mess. Why are you being cruel and mean spirited to my boy? What and has he, he done to you? And he has, in fact, actively helped one of your friends. Why are you being rude to this man? And they know that it was Ali. And yet they're still acting like he's a sociopath or or like he has antisocial personality disorder. And it's like, maybe you're creating a false narrative about this man for a reason, yeah. but I have no idea what that reason could be. Let me ask you some. What? Uh, you know who wasn't making fun of Toby Kavanaugh wasn't being mean-spirited? Emily. And? Hannah. You got that right. <laughs> she wasn't in the scene, but she wasn't doing it. <laughs> she wasn't mm. listen I feel like there's a reason why those two are at the top of my um, hierarchy of the four um, listen Mona doesn't even have to be in a scene just by not being in the scene she rose in the ranking <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I just need to remind you of her importance yes. to your heart because like those first two or three episodes you were like team Mona all the way and like if we never see her again like I still want you to remember her like you are trying to keep her spirit alive and I appreciate that I feel like her spirit does need to be kept alive because it is draining I'm forgetting about her slowly every day and this and is like not okay. if there were other characters that were worth bringing up I would remember them too but like I, I don't think Maya was that important like honestly Jay well I think Maya was very important oh I think she was I, important but like not as like iconic no I feel like there is actively new characters being introduced that I'm like, this could just be Mona time. It could be. <laughs> Imagine Emily and Mona in chemistry as lab partners. It, iconic. It'd be all right. I mean, like, it would replace Toby, but, like, I feel like we don't know how she interacts with other characters. Uh, we just know how Toby she and Mona as lab partners would it be the most hilarious thing? I need a web because you know right now. they are like the quintessential um mismatch couple. I was say, they're the odd couple. <laughs> yes, they are one hundred percent. And I know that Mona said that she wasn't gay before, but I think she could be a little gay. I think Mona Vanderwall, closeted lesbian, is iconic. And you know what? I think she'd respect Toby because she also knows what it feels like to be picked on by those girls. Yeah, mm -hmm. specifically Allie, but everyone knows what it's like to be picked on by Allie. And Arya. And Arya, yeah. Sorry, Santony is playing with a toy because she's attention starved. She's like, you're talking too much about Arya. She's like, let's, let's keep it rolling. Um, she wants to interrupt, just like the Russian history teacher wants to interrupt. Uh, and he's like, hello, girls. Aren't you all so proud of Spencer? You want her essay won the contest, the essay contest. And Emily's like, oh my God, Emily or Spencer, why aren't you opening the envelope that this teacher just handed you? And Hannah says, well, Spencer doesn't need to open it. She wins an award just for waking up. 
which is sort of her way of like diverting the attention away from Spencer and the award in a in a way because she knows about Spencer cheating and she's the only one that knows she does when did this happen they had a whole conversation about it last episode remember Hannah said that she wanted to have a sister so she could cheat off of her papers oh yeah that was a good line you know I remember that line uh here's my thing right oh you, you thought she was diverting attention I don't think she was like diverting attention, but I think it was a way of like being like, Spencer, you're not that good. Well, my response was to this. How much of a moral booster it would be to like get a reward for like getting out of bed? Like, oh my gosh, that would feel so good. Listen, like getting out of bed is a really difficult thing some days. And I think Hannah of all people would understand that. 100%. Like, (laughs) you think she got out of bed every day that her dad left her? I know I don't need to be promoting my fin- the Finch app, but the Finch app, it it's like makes me feel so good. Like just doing Not a task sponsor. Right be like, Finch sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor like, to Iceland. It's so good. Like it would like do like minor things. Like hey, just survive the day. You're a champ. And I was like, ah, yes I am. Thank you. You are a champ. But like it, it it just makes me feel good. And I think more people need um self-assurance that they are awesome yeah so if you're listening to this know that you are incredible we are so (laughs) we are so glad that you got up today even if you didn't get out of bed the fact that you are awake and you are alive that is really difficult especially during a global Mm -hmm. pandemic and it takes a lot and the fact that your body is doing what it can to get you through to the next day is incredible Mm -hmm. so keep on doing that yes I agree. <laughs> Damn, look at us. I'm, I'm glad we had that moment. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul Rudd. Um, so speaking of our chemistry partners, they're working together, Emily and Toby. And she mentions that she hasn't gotten a lot of sleep. Girl, same. Uh, and Toby tries to ask why. Uh, and he's like, oh, did you have a big raging party last night? And uh, she says, no, just having trouble with sleeping. What did you do last night? And she's basically trying to ask him where he was because the other girls think that he might have broken into her house or into Spencer's house to write on the mirror mm-hmm. for Jenna um, or, or with Jenna even. And she wants to kind of clear him is my view of it because she likes she 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 understands that toby is a good guy um go ahead i think she she wants to be a good good guy like i think she wants him to be a good guy i think there's still like that doubt in that mind there's like once you plant a seed it's hard to just like get that seed up out of the ground yeah Um, and and ali planted that planted that seed like over a year ago so, like, I think a few interactions will not just take that out. Comma, but I th- is, is the, am I wrong? But to this point, this is, like, the happiest I've seen Toby the series. Yeah, I think, like, because he doesn't know that Emily doesn't like him. Which or that Emily heart. doesn't completely trust him. And it breaks my heart. I love Toby like, Gavinoff. He's like, just, the way he sees it, like, Emily is inquiring about his life and sees him as a person. He was like, someone abused me as... At least they're equal. Someone cares. Someone sees me. 
oh my gosh and don't we just want to be seen don't we just want to be acknowledged yes be valued like yeah gracious. and so he so he like opens up a little bit and he shares that he actually was at the grill studying uh basically until closing because jenna doesn't believe in wearing her headphones at home and she listens to her lectures um and mm. everything like that super loud um yeah. and he's like so were you staying at maya's last night because she mentioned she was staying with a friend yeah and she basically is like, why would you say that? Um, and it seems that Toby thinks that because Emily hangs out with Maya, that all of the girls hang out with Maya. Because he's like, oh, this is, isn't she the new member of your posse? Um, and Emily makes it clear that Maya is really her friend and not everyone else's friend. And that mm-hmm. um, Maya cares about different things than the rest of the girls. And then Toby says, like, different is good, especially in Rosewood, because in Rosewood, we have a lot of the same. And that's not and like, not only is not having differences, like, not only is everything, everything and everyone being the same, not great, but also like what we have is not great. And we have a lot of it. Like, I I love Toby Kavanaugh, you know, this is sometimes feel like he tries to be deep and it's like, I get what you're trying to do here. I get what you're going for. (laughs) Well, I, I think like also he's been burned by like almost literally like a lot of yeah. the same people. And I think like, like we kind of get like a maybe mean girl vibe from Jenna, right? Like, I don't know if she was like that before, but she's kind of like sarcastic and rude to the girls, which like she should be, but. I found her nothing but like happy. <laughs> no, but she said some like really passive aggressive things to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, I get this. Oh, I remember, like, like, the whispers, whispers, whispers. It's like, she's still here. Yeah. So I get this vibe of like, <laughs> I, like I, get, I get a vibe of like, she could be a mean girl if she like were more popular. And like, if she, if she had her own posse, she would be the alley, is the vibe I get. But she doesn't have her own posse. Mm-hmm. And so I could see Toby being like, these girls like whoever did this ruined my life and now I have Jenna who she's kind of like the mean girl in my life because like I have to do everything for her and like that's not why but like I'm the only person that's around her all the time so if she's going to be rude she's going to be rude to me so here's my question Um, yeah do we ever get to know what Jenna's like pre-accident I I don't think we flash back a whole bunch more in general oh okay interesting because i i i I i'm very curious that this like um i think we have more conversations around what she's like gotcha i didn't know this like hey after the accident her personality had adjusted or she's always been like this i get the vibe that she was always like this but more Mm -hmm. so now that Allie's not around she it's more obvious well, pause. I feel like because Allie could bully Allie's anyone. Like probably the meanest person in the world. So, like Allie being gone makes everyone just a little meaner. And not only that, but like it makes everyone's personality show a little bit more because, like, you can finally be yourself a little bit. She was like a personality vacuum. Do you hear that? No. 
Oh, okay. My foster kittens are fighting. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're siblings, you know. But I heard them and I was like, oh, I haven't actually heard them meow. And then I hear them now and they're fighting. It's fine. Um, Aria, meanwhile, stops by Ezra's classroom and he's like, I've been thinking about you. And she's like, oh my God, I've been thinking about you. Pause. Tell me why I wrote them, Mr. Schmidt. <laughs> Mr. Fitz? His name is Mr. Ah, Fitz. there it goes. There it goes. I was like, I know this ain't right. <laughs> Every week, we're going to get a new name from Ezra Fitz. <laughs> uh, but he's been thinking about Arya and her family. And things are getting worse at home for Arya. She wants a reason to not go home. And Ezra can't give her one today because he has a thing. It's not a thing, but it's a thing. You know, it's a thing that's not a thing, but kind of a thing. Like, just, like, here's my thing, right? First off, you are a teacher. She's a student. Stop this. Um, That's enough of a reason. But, <laughs> but, like, I feel like just in general, like, not in, not just in this episode in particular, just, like, in TV shows, when people do that, it's like, just ask them to come or something like that. Just ask them to be a part of it because you obviously, like, or, like, just tell them because you obviously want to tell them. Yeah. And do you want to share? And being what awkward he, about it ain't adorable. you want to share what he has going on? Because we haven't said that yet. He's reading his story to a public audience. That that that's it. Like it, it's it's nothing interesting. Well, pause. I, I'm pretty sure as an English teacher and someone who graduated from a school with um, I guess an English degree, I'm pretty sure that's like a big deal. Um, his writing and like sharing it with the public, you know, and which is a very valuable thing and like uh right, but very like powerful and exciting, seem... especially if it's like your first time, which I think if it is great for you. I just personally do not like this man. So obviously I'm gonna be like more passive aggressive towards um, but also actions. like it's weird because the way he's talking about it, he seems both embarrassed and proud of it. Mm-hmm. And also later we found find out that it's in a bar. So like maybe he doesn't want to invite her to a bar. But my, my next question is um you're going to a bar. I would but not be. He met her at a bar. Like, wh- wh- what are you doing? He did. He met her at a bar, and he used the book as a coaster. I will never forget that. <laughs> this man is not a legitimate writer. <laughs> He's not a man that respects the written word. Nope. <laughs> I dislike him. Um, but Arya tries to tell him, you know, it can't be that bad. You're the teacher, and I'm the student. We're like, yeah, yeah, that's you, the problem. On the nose. You are on the nose. <laughs> it's like, what is it? When a target's so big, you can't even see it. The point <laughs> went right over her head. Yes, yes, yes. That's all I was trying to say. No, I got you, but like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like it's Matthew, it's Matt dab in the face. She wouldn't if, know the truth if it hit her in the face. If it was the snake, it would have bit her. <laughs> But she still wouldn't get it. <laughs> um, so I guess the rest of the school day happens and then it's after school. Um, and Hannah goes to work at the dentist's office and her outfit, her uniform, it is hideous, okay? But hideous does look good on her. She has cute little cats all over her scrubs. Oh, I like cats. Remember when you said, don't get a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that? Like, yeah, you're believe- like you're like don't touch cats, don't get a cat. And I was like, I don't touch, don't touch Israel. cats. I, I remember saying don't touch cats. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so she's in the elevator and the elevator doors open and Jenna's there. And I screamed. (laughs) (laughs) You screamed? I I, I screamed, but I feel like that's just my general reaction to Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Hannah is also caught off guard um, and she sort of backs up into the corner. And while they're in the elevator, Jenna applies jungle red lipstick, the same exact container and color that was in Spencer's closet, which like, it's a good shade. It's a little little much for like going to the doctor's office, but like, whatever. But also, you know, she wasn't in the closet because y'all still have the container lipstick. (laughs) She has her own. (laughs) Although I do have like three tubes of like the same lipstick because pre-pandemic I would wear it like every day. Um, Mm. But I think I've thrown them out now because it's been it's been a while since I've had to wear makeup. My point is, Jenna is innocent. Right, that that's where we were going. <laughs> um, and so Jenna's applying the lipstick, and she asks Hannah. She doesn't know it's Hannah, but she asks, uh, "Do you like the color?" And Hannah's like, "Uh, yeah," but she's caught up. She didn't realize that Jenna knew someone was there. But you skipped the most vital part of the scene was she was like peeking around her like she was like a corner. <laughs> like she's a full blown human and she's like, can you see me? Can you see me? Like just peeking around. And that's when she called her, asked her a question, which like. Yeah. So I guess does be, like, get like in Jenna's personal space. So like, I think like you can feel when someone enters your space. Oh, 100%. So like oops <laughs> um, I, feel, I feel like this show is too often trying to convince me that she like is not as blind as she comes off as and I do not appreciate it right like let the girl be blind <laughs> love is blind Jenna's blind <laughs> let the girl be blind I go sorry uh, so later Jenna leaves the office and Hannah goes to check what room she was in and a security guard is like, what, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm new here. I'm just looking for a place to toss medical waste. And the guy's like, well, it's not there. And she leaves. Here's my thing. Like, we g- agree that Rosewood, Pennsylvania is a smallish, at best, um, a community college size town. more cops than any, any small white town I've ever seen. That was probably, I've never been in a dentist's office that big. Jay, let alone one that has more than one floor. So <laughs> like, the thing is that we learn later that it, it's a therapist's office. And so I think this is like... Pause, we do learn that. Dang. So I think like it's just a medical building and it has multiple types of providers within the building. Huh. And so my understanding is Hannah's wearing scrubs, right? And this professional this psychotherapist is wearing a suit and so maybe there's no medical professionals that ever go in there so he's like why like do you need help or something like what's going on i think thank you for bringing that up for me i was confused it took me a little bit too because i was like i've never seen a dentist's office in like with so many locked doors yeah but it makes sense if like there's multiple doctor's offices and there's also like file rooms and other stuff. 
see, this is why I need you, Jay. I'm just wandering through this maze, but you help me get through it. It, it took me, I, I literally had to sit there and think and be like, let's logic this out. <laughs> and I, I literally, I literally did like mentally trace my old doctor's office because my old doctor's office used to be in a medical building similar to that. And I would mm. very often end up in the, um, in, in a different ward basically, because yeah. you go one, you go down a hallway and to mm-hmm. the right is my doctor and to the mm-hmm. left is this other one. And, mm-hmm. dep- and I would take the stairs sometimes and take the elevator other times. And if I took the elevator, I would end up on a different side. So it would be actually my doctor's on the left and the other office is on the right. So I would get all turned around. Uh, um, I see, I see. So I was like, oh, this, <laughs> I've been there. Uh, not physically, but like I've been in a similar situation. Uh, well, like you relate, like I, I, yeah, you're like same fam. I get it. <laughs> well, um, not same fam. You we weren't actively trying to break into an office to see what a girl was doing. But no, nor have I ever have. wanted to because, like, I don't want to know anyone else's medical history. That's not my business. Oh yeah, yeah. Please, please stop um, getting other people's business, especially their medical history. Speaking about HIPAA laws. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then we move on to Spencer, who comes home from field hockey practice, uh, and she finds her dad sitting on the couch with a box of buttercreams on the table. He's like, these are for you. They're your favorite, right? And she's like, yeah, when I was seven, which is like, not the way to talk to your father. I hate when people do that stuff. Like, they're trying, they're trying, they're obviously trying. Like, listen, I will go on record and say that I talk back to my mother because we have a certain type of relationship and I know when not to. Mm -hmm. If my mom gets me a gift, I say, thank you so much. Or, oh my gosh, you didn't have to do that. Like he was not being rude or disrespectful. He was being nice. And like, I feel like acts of kindness should be appreciated. Like, listen, it's not like the time when my parents, my parents are now both vegan. They've been vegan since 2017. Um, And they did it for health reasons, not for like, you know, the whole ethical thing, which is like, f- either way is fine. But they decided they wanted we to respect make- our vegan shout out to the yeah. vegans out there. Yeah. And like, I go home and I'm really excited about the food they make because they make incredible food. Um, so I'm not like the kind of person who's like, I'm not going to eat vegan in your home. Like I'll eat vegan anytime. And um, they decided that for Passover, they wanted to make vegan gefilte fish. Mm-hmm. And if you're asking what the fuck, that's the right question because like here's the thing with vegan food i find the best vegan food is when you embrace ingredients for what they are and not when you try to make something taste like something it isn't Mm -hmm. like i don't need my vegan food to taste like meat yeah if a bean burger tastes like beans that's great because it's made beans beans. (laughs) um (laughs) and uh these vegan gefilte fish were basically potato pancakes that were cold and soggy and like I the thing about Passover is you're supposed to have four Mm -hmm. glasses of wine I think I had four bottles of wine over the course of that day um but like I was like mom this is and it started then it started with a gefilte fish uh and I was like I need wine to wash this down and um 
yeah like I was like mom this is actually my dad made it I'm like dad this is the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten like I think I need to throw up I cannot eat this I do not want to eat this Uh, and like I'm crying laughing while saying this and like that's one thing like my dad put a lot of effort and he like really really tried to make these disgusting vegan gefilte fish taste good and there like there was nothing you could do to make them taste good we tried horseradish we tried everything nothing made this Mm. taste good we just ended up throwing it out uh, compare that to when I was a kid maybe like 10 years old my dad got me like a portable cd player and Mm -hmm. it was like pink and had rhinestones on it which is like still revolting to me to this day and I said oh my gosh thank you so much I really appreciate it now I can listen to music on the way to school on the bus and that's how you act when someone gets you something that you don't like you don't say like oh dad this is gross this is ugly I don't even like pink I liked pink when I was like four like no you just say thank you what happened to is the thought that counts right and also like, like I was still appreciative of the vegan gefilte fish because it brought us together. But like, also like, that's a different situation. Like, he's trying to celebrate you. Be nice. Jay, remind me later on to see you in Am I the Asshole post. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so here. Um, So she decides to not be an asshole and she takes buttercream. And she also asks if her dad has spoken to Ren. And he's like, no because she thinks that this is somehow related to Ren and he's like no um but I have spoken to your teacher about the essay and you see like all the blood leaper wait but but here's here's my question like what is Ren going to tell you that makes you think man I need to get my daughter (laughs) this kid that she liked when she was seven so I I'm glad you asked because I also thought this through okay but (laughs) so I could see Ren going to Mr. Hastings, yes, pulling a man to man and saying, I am sorry, I took advantage of both of your daughters. I am a grown ass man who was engaged to your older daughter mm-hmm. and then made out with her younger sister. Mm-hmm. This is all on me. I took advantage of both of your daughters and I as sorry as I am, I want you to know that I want to take full responsibility and I hope that you're able to move past this with Spencer because she really is a bright kid and like she like she does not deserve all of the hate that you know she could mm-hmm. be getting. And maybe he sort of is like, I am being hard on my teenage daughter considering a grown man made out with her regardless of who made what move like we left our teenage daughter in Pennsylvania while we all took a trip to New York Mm -hmm. like that was kind of an asshole thing to do I'm apologizing I still think they don't like her as a (laughs) right like but I I can see it (laughs) no no like I get no I get it I get it I get it I was yes, like, I get that. under what circumstance would Spencer think that this was because of Brian? I was like, okay. I was like, I think, I was like, I, I'm, I'm listening to your story. I'm like, okay, I can see this. I can see this. I'm vibing. Right. Like, I don't think that's what happened, but I think like Spencer still wants to feel that maybe her parents see her as a human being and not just as like someone who like 
this robot who wins awards. Mm -hmm. But no, he sees her as a robot that wins awards. Um, and he, he starts and he starts saying things like, you know, I bet the ivies have all hurt. And she's like starting to like freak out a little bit because she's like, oh no, they know that I'm cheating. And he goes, they should be fight Harvard and Yale should be fighting over you. And he wants to brag about her and celebrate. And Spencer's mm -hmm. like, it's not a big deal. It's not even my best essay. And he's like, someone thought it was, clearly. Mm -hmm. And just imagine, all of your work cannot compare to the one random thing your sister wrote. <laughs> well, he says, like, they don't give these kinds of awards to people who don't deserve them, but, like, clearly they do. Uh, um, but he invites Spencer's her to play doubles. Melissa. Yeah, he invites her to play doubles uh, with Spencer at the club, the country club while he is trying to woo a new client and his daughter. Um, and Spencer's like, oh my God, you want me to play tennis with you to help you get a client? Like, that's incredible. Like, I, of course I wanna go. Like, yes. And uh, so she says yes and goes to practice at the country club. Also, to round out our group here, uh, Emily and Toby continue working on their chemistry lab after school because Toby it's Kavanaugh. the longest chemistry lab I've ever heard of. I um I I once did a chemistry lab that was like extremely long. Yeah, but like uh -huh. you should you should come back to it like the next day at school. You shouldn't have to stay after school. Like I I get yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I feel like what they were doing, yes, they could have. But like the thing I was working on, it was like, I cannot do this. This thing is, I have to do this like at this time period. Yeah. Um, so. Or, or else like this entire experiment is going to like go right. Yeah. So Toby basically is like, here, smell But it, it. seems like they were like playing with Play-Doh. Like, yeah. They like made this weird like jelly, squishy, stringy thing and substance. And Toby's like, smell it. And she's like, ew, gross. And pushes it away and then spills water onto Toby's notebook. And he's like totally chill about it. He's like, it's okay, no worries. And she turns it over and she sees to dry it off and she sees that there's sketches on the back and that he has made sketches of a band that they both like. And he offers to burn a, her a CD of another band she might like. And she's like, that's really sweet, thank you. And then she goes to uh, swim practice and agrees to meet Toby at the grill later that evening. They're gonna study together. I'm like, oh, Toby making a friend. My boy, Toby uh, Kavanaugh's friend. going up. Toby Kavanaugh got a friend. I love it. Uh, it, 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 it made me happy. It made me happy. You know what? Listen, why crush his reality? Like his perception is making him to. so happy. It's not his me that wants to. So let's keep him blissfully ignorant. <laughs> um. So um. then our our last girl, Arya, goes oh, I was to like, There's another girl. <laughs> goes to uh, Ezra's poetry reading at a bar, and she and basically she strikes up conversation with some guy as she does when she's at a bar, um, and his name is Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out Hardy and uh, Ezra used to be roommates, and they shared a bunk bed. Bunk beds. I don't. Did you have bunk beds in college? Well, I guess I did, my freshman year. No, I, but, I actually. But don't. we had two bunk beds, and we 
so like we had like you could remove the bottom bed and make it a desk if you wanted you could like put in a maintenance request see the freshman doors were like um there was two beds in a room but they were on opposite sides of the room Mm, okay Mm -hmm. yeah so it's weird whatever like i was like you can have bunk beds in college but maybe things were different back then I was watching Killing Eve, and like I, I think I'm really killing you too much. You don't know. You don't. I'll tell you after the episode. Okay. <laughs> um, and so he's clearly there to support Ezra, and he and uh, Arya says like, "Oh, I'm I'm one of his students, and I heard about this, and I wanted to support him too." And then mm-hmm. Ezra comes over, and he's like, "Oh my God, Hardy, dude, you're here!" And they bond and connect, and like it's clear that Ezra was not expecting Hardy to show up. Um, mm-hmm. But he's trying to be nice because, like, he wants to see his friend. But things get awkward because uh, they decide to play darts, the three of them, Ezra, Wait, I... Hardy, and Arya. And I, I don't know Ryan. where I heard. I don't know where I heard this. I feel like it was a TV show. But it was like, surprises are not fun. <laughs> uh, I might have told you that even. You might have, <laughs> and I agree. Like any type of surprise, it's it's, it's not fun. It's in my humble opinion, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Um. So we'll pause. Jay, this turns out to be the best idea, but usually surprises are not good ideas. <laughs> usually not. Um. And yeah, so uh, they're sharing old college stories, and Hardy basically realizes that Arya and Ezra have at least a flirtationship going on but probably more so when Arya goes in, in to the like, moment he saw that his eyes was like hold up red flag and I got excited and but then I was like I've been bamboozled before so let me not get too excited <laughs> yeah yeah so Arya goes to like get more french fries or something and uh Ezra and Ezra and Hardy talk really quickly and he's like She's going to get a diploma in a couple of years and you're going to get a pink slip and an orange jumpsuit. And I was like, yes! I rejoiced. I rejoiced. (laughs) When I heard those words, Jay, nothing has made me happier. Finally, someone speaking sentence. And like, all it takes is one comment for Ezra to like, be in a bad mood for the rest of the night, which like, good. Good. Someone (laughs) took you off your high horse. I don't. I don't know why you were even on that horse. <laughs> right, like, dude, that horse was actually a bear. Get off of it. Um. Yes. Yeah. So that is the end of that, and it kind of like ends. The scene sort of ends with Arya not really understanding why Ezra's in a bad mood. Um. So later. Um, Hannah and Spencer are at dinner at the grill uh, and Toby's there too and Toby's reading Catcher in the Rye and Catcher in the Rye is like the worst book no, I was about to say it's another book I have not read don't bother okay but um, a lot of young white men idolize Holden Caulfield who is the main character of Catcher in the Rye and mm-hmm. Holden Caulfield is like an incel who has no friends. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. And sees himself as like 
a hero when he isn't a hero. Like he he's just a nobody, but he sees himself as like needing to save other people. And um, there have been several um, shooters and murderers who idolize Kedra uh, in their eye, for example. Um, mm. And so I think that's not good. I think have I think sometimes the writers of the show try to get a little too cute with the references that they're making like with To Kill a Mockingbird that was a little cute um I'm, I would just like to say Jay, all the references have went over my head yeah I think like I wouldn't mention this if they didn't flash to it like four times mm. um but like I think they're trying to be like he's a loner he has no friends like is he a bad boy by having no. a, like by like associating him with catcher in the rye no he's a lovely he's boy. reading in a cafe instead of going and vandalizing things not on a motorcycle he, he is a sweet um child that can do no wrong exactly in my humble opinion at, wait, pause. At this point in time, AJ's current opinion of Toby Kavanaugh is that he's a sweet little boy that can do no wrong. He's a, what was it, dumbass heaven angel? <laughs> he's a dumbass heaven angel. And I stand by that for now. <laughs> yeah. And so um, Emily walks in and she's too embarrassed to like go hang out with Toby in front of her friends. So she sort of ignores him and he definitely and, and picks Jay, up on it and picks up his Jay. stuff and leaves. And I turned on Emily so quickly. Like she became someone I actively dislike by the, based on this one thing. <laughs> Understandable. Um, and uh, Spencer and Hannah fill Emily in on the Jenna lipstick situation. Um, and a waitress hands Emily the, uh, Toby's CD he made. Um, and Oh, we missed something earlier. What did we miss? We missed that Hannah got a text from A that had pictures of um, Maya and and Emily. You say that. I remember that happening. I don't remember writing that down in my notes. I remember being I shook. didn't write it down either. Oh, well, um, um, so I think I think I think it might have been because um I was actively not okay with what happened in that scene. Yeah, so th- this was like right before this scene. Um Hannah gets an email from A. Um and the email says I wrote down the message. I don't know why. Now I know two secrets. Hannah got dissed and Emily got kissed. And then it has the photo booth pictures. I stay about my statement. This is not A. You don't think this I, is A? I, I still think this has been. I still think this has been trying to get revenge. And let me tell you something. Potentially outing someone is not okay. It is not okay ever under any circumstance. Nope, it is not under any situation. Um, and Emily, so Emily gets Toby CD from a waitress and Hannah is like, you know, I just think that if you have someone in your life who loves you, no matter who it is, I support you. And this is why we stand here. Yeah. And, 
Hannah. Like through Hannah her, means through her like, many faults. Through her many faults. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah's like gay is okay. And Emily's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and in the scene that we missed. Um, we find out that Hannah told her mom that Tom is in, her dad is engaged and her mom. We missed that scene him. too? Yeah. No, that was the scene and then she gets the email. Oh, oh that all type of email. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and she was like, oh, um, you better hold on to Sean tight because um, he's a good one. Yeah, and my regret was not telling your dad that I want to get back together with him. So you better not do the same thing as I did. Right, right, right. Because Hannah is like freaking out about this girl that picked Sean up. And like, Sean doesn't have a car. What is, what, what's he supposed to do? I, I do remember this scene because I did write this note and I said, we hate Amber. <laughs> and then my next note was, I know this is an overreaction, but I'm a Hannah fan. <laughs> That's fair. I dated an Amber once. It was fine. As everyone knows, uh, one of my um, favorite reality TV contestants is Amber Brazotra. Oh, yeah. I think Um, it's it's very hit or miss with the Ambers. Yeah. So Spencer goes to practice at the tennis club, and she meets an attendant at uh, named Alex, who Mm -hmm. basically is like, "Damn, you're good at tennis," and she's like, "I am, aren't I?" And that's that. Um, I want to throw up. <laughs> right. Like they kind of flirt, but it's more so like, wow, this poor boy is talking to me. Is the vibe I got. Like, wow, this, this poor, poor boy boy's talking to me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Cause like, I don't know. I just hate people who go to country clubs. Jay, let me tell you something. When you said poor, that's not what I thought you meant at first. Oh no, I, I thought you like first literally like, poor. Oh, I thought you meant oh poor boy. You don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> no, no, this poor boy is talking to me. Oh. And he's, he thinks I'm good at tennis. Wow, I guess I am. I guess someone can still like me after Ren. The, um, no one was questioning that. Right. Well, I think she, she kind of was like, no one in my family likes me. I'm not worthy of being liked in any way, shape, or form. You did do something wrong. She did. <laughs> like there are repercussions to your actions. Yeah. Uh, you you, you gotta um, face the music, but like like a homeboy said the, the other episode. At least your mom will get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> like listen, t- time heals most wounds. Most. Yes. Keyword is most. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then Spencer goes to play tennis with her dad against her dad's potential client and his daughter. And uh, her dad basically is like, throw the game, okay? Throw the game, but don't make it obvious, but throw the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and she feels sort of conflicted over it, but she decides to throw the game to help her dad out. Um, afterward, after the game, Alex is like, you definitely threw that game. You were so good the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make plans to hang out outside of the club sometime. Um that's 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 the wrong mindset to be having oh like i must win everything and all that good stuff like that is an actively bad mindset to have i think that's a bad mindset and i think also a bad mindset of like if i win 
then someone else is going to be mad at me. Or like, I can't have a client and beat him at tennis. Like if you won't work for someone who's better at you at something that isn't related to like your actual business. So what? He's good at tennis. Like it's not the gracious thing to do, but like- Well, no, I think think there's a difference, right? Like- um, like you know, I um, work at escaping, right? Mm-hmm. And and I believe there's like two type of attitudes when you go into an escape room. It's like you're there to have fun or you're there to escape quickly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always someone that's like I'm here to just have fun, a good time. If there's someone that's like hyper competitive in an escape room with me, I will actively stop having a good time. Like it will bring down my entire mood. So being someone being hyper competitive in that environment is like such a bad um, totally. But I think if type you're energy. So, so, and, and, and you cannot sit there and tell me Spencer is not the type of person that will get actively competitive and like just right. bring down the mood of someone that's just like, just don't have fun. Especially so, like, if you know, you're not like good at tennis, but you're like, you know what, let's just play tennis. Let's just have right. fun. But, I but think, then someone like going hard. Hmm. But I think again, the problem is like what you're saying is a hundred percent correct, but like those boundaries yes. weren't set. Hmm. Like she was told, do you want to play tennis with me against a potential client? Mm-hmm. And she heard play tennis. And it wasn't until they got there that her dad was like, and lose. Mm. Like set that up before you get there that like, we're gonna, we're gonna let them win because they're our guests. Okay, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. But like, don't tell me that I'm gonna play a game and have me go out and practice and know, and know that I'm going out to practice. Cause she says she's gonna go practice. And he's mm. just like, okay, great. Have a fun time. I think just go back to my theory. He actively does not like his daughter. <laughs> right. Like you set her up to fail. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we rapidly like basically shift scenes for the next couple scenes, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say that later in the episode, uh Spencer confronts her dad about this and he's like Like throwing the match taught me that my su- that my success is not more important than honesty or integrity. And you know what? Um, I also I think stole this essay from message. my sister. I, that was actively the wrong message she should have received from that situation. Well, she's saying like you're trying to teach me that I should be successful, and I'm telling you that I should be honest. No, I. I, I, I I think the, the right lesson is my lesson um, of, you know. Sometimes you just want to have fun. Just have fun sometimes. But I, but she's she's saying this because she then tells her dad that she stole the essay. Which I feel like is also not on the same level as what her dad did. Right. And also just like, <laughs> is it necessary to tell him then and there? Like, I don't think so. Like, I get, I get it. You're heated because, you know you lost a tennis game that meant nothing but (laughs) (laughs) like like legit jay this was a game like had no stakes to it at all it's not like she lost money or this was for tennis scholarship or anything or scouts were watching like this was a private country club in a two-on-two match with her dad and her dad clients this game meant nothing (laughs) yeah no you're right (laughs) 
But you know what? We we can get Dude, life like, lessons out of anything. Let me blow up my whole game. Let me blow up my entire life right now. <laughs> All because you asked me to lose a tennis game. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we switched to Hannah, who's at home. Uh, wait, wait, talked- wait! You, you wait! You missed another part. No, we're gonna oh. get there. Well, she finds out in that scene. She finds out that he threw the tantrum. Her dad. Oh yes, 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 yes. So you are correct. Um, yes, yes, this part the reason, was the real reason, the real reason <laughs> that Spencer loses her ever-loving mind. Yes, is because um, she's friends with this dude who works at the country club, Alex. Mm, and, that's a loose, and that's a loose term she met him like yes. once or twice and yeah. he was nice to her and he complimented her tennis skills and uh her dad was talking with his client and potential client and the client was and the guy was like we're gonna go get lunch at the, at the restaurant here right her dad instead of being like oh no i forgot to make a reservation goes and makes a scene to the manager, he pulls a what's the mail Karen? Call. I don't know. But he pulls a uh, he pulls a Karen and he's like, the attendant, whatever his name is, he means Alex, he forgot to tell you that I made reservations and he didn't put it in the system. So you have to give me a table right now. And also, like this this young man is just clearly irresponsible. I am one of your most frequent guests and members. And so he makes a big deal and he essentially like might've gotten Alex fired. Um, and that's when Spencer loses her mind. Like, and I, and I think that's like, um, first off, I guarantee they do not get paid enough for this. <laughs> they, they are not getting paid they enough. They get paid 725. <laughs> and as someone who used to work as get paid at 725, your freak out means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, like truly, if I was the manager, I would be like, no, no, this is a country club. This is different. Right. Like, like they pay things. We don't have any tables. Even if it's empty. We don't have a table for you, sir. <laughs> no, because I was like, if I if I was like the manager or something, I would just be like ignore them but i know country club people like pay big bucks to just be a yeah. part of the club so i'd be like uh, you can't lose the big bucks but i'd be like listen alex ignore this man you made a mistake like right, things like, happen like alex we're gonna put you in the like as a as a bus boy or something for the next week or so so you don't have to be around <laughs> real people yeah like like you, just just know you may have made a mistake but you did not deserve this right and Spencer's like really concerned that like Alex might get in trouble over this, and it's kind of oh unresolved. here's my thing, oh 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 yeah this wild press, you know damn well, um if it wasn't Alex, she would not have cared, right, right, and she's <laughs> and I, not like she's not like this big proponent of like workers' rights, yeah, she's like this this hot boy, I think he was in nine hundred two one zero too. Oh, I haven't seen 90210. We're just finding out so many people were in so many different TV shows. Not like the old 90210. He wouldn't have been alive, but. Um. <laughs> Could you imagine? It'd just be like, 
they casting these people that were in all, all these old shows, but they're playing teenagers. That'd be hilarious. But uh, yeah. he, but like he'd have to time travel. Listen, have you seen The Simpsons? Time travel is a thing. Oh, you know, I didn't know everything in The Simpsons was true. Oh, I don't think everything was, but like I think um, too much, too much was true. They they did predict a lot. Yeah, I started watching YouTube video essays, and I, I don't know why I like them, but I like video essays on YouTube. Um, and I watched one on The Simpsons over everything they got right. I was like, dang, dang. Some of them I was like, ah, that's a stretch. But the other ones like, dang, they predicted that. Um, yeah, so he was in 90210. Um, and then he was in the movie version of Rock of Ages, and he was in Scream Queen. Can I tell you something haha hilarious? Like, oh, or I'm so ready for something haha hilarious. This entire time when you're saying 90210, I was thinking of a show delirious. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But those are not the same shows. Um, yeah, no. Um, so now we go Wait, pause. Not H2O Dealers. H2R, oh, just add water. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that is. The but, Mermaid Show. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. H2O like, is water. 90210 is Beverly Hills. One's an area called one's a molecule. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But, uh, Teddy Mellencamp, 90210. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then we flip to Hannah and she goes to the office to try and spy on the room that, um, Jenna went into Mm -hmm. and she goes there and she bumps into Sean and Sean's like, listen, and she confronts Sean and she's like, who's this Amber girl? Are we like over? And Sean's like, why would we be over this little puppy dog? He has no idea. No, pause. There's many reasons why y'all should be over. Right, but like, but this this guy, he's like, why would I not want to date you? And like, he he's just a little innocent little babe. Uh, and he shares that um, Amber was driving him to this new after school activity that he joined called RLW. What does RLW stand for? I miss the cult. <laughs> <laughs> it stands for real love weight. It's basically the virginity club from Glee. I feel like I was more accurate. I mean, yeah. And he's like, I didn't want to let you down. I just, you know, I want to be around people who who think in the same way that I do and feel the way I do. And Hannah says, We tried doing things my way. Let's not do things and do them your way. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cute, Hannah. No one would really say that. I'm glad you thought it was cute. I thought that was like weird. Yeah. Um, and then I get Sean, the sentiment, but it did not come out well. And then Sean leaves and she sneaks into the office that was previously locked. And it turns out that it's a therapist's office. Jenna was going to see her therapist. And the guy's like, Martha, I have paperwork for you. Cause he thinks that she's his next client. And mm-hmm. she kind of sits there awkwardly and then she's like, Martha doesn't want therapy. Martha needs to leave. 
and she talks in third person as if she's Martha and she leaves leaving the therapist very confused that poor man he has no idea what's going on and poor Martha like she just got her therapy appointment canceled by someone she doesn't even know also poor Hannah she really needed that therapy (laughs) okay but like honestly like I feel really bad for Martha because like she's a new patient in the therapist's office it could take her months to get back in Mm -hmm. whatever but also Hannah could have used the therapy how hard is it to be like actually I'm not Martha (laughs) like honestly like, it's not like you committed a sin. You didn't sign any paperwork. You could have looked at it and was like, wait a minute, you think I'm Martha? Sorry, I'm Marsha. Or you could be you like, see how we get confused. oh, sorry, no. I'm not, no. You're, I walked in the wrong doctor's office. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get to the dentist. Oh, you know what? Yeah. So now we know that Jenna goes to therapy. Okay, like what does this add for us? That she's the only one doing the correct thing right now? You know, you're not wrong. Except she should wear headphones at home. She's bothering our, our baby boy. I, I I feel like Toby Cavanaugh actively does not ask her to pull her headphones in. Yeah, he's like... So she does not know it's enough, an issue. But like also like <laughs> wear some damn headphones. <laughs> um... Then we get to the juiciest part of the whole episode, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Aria. Wait, maybe. <laughs> well, the whole Aria thing is like juicy with Ezra this episode. Um, yeah. So she goes to make dinner for Ezra. Um, and she also thinks she left her phone at Ezra's. And it turns out that she did leave her phone there. And it kept buzzing like all night long. And yes. as any human being might, Ezra got a little curious. He picked up the phone and he saw that uh, she got a text message from A. He wasn't like snooping through her text, but he was like, oh, maybe her parents are trying to get in touch with her. Well, pause. That was the excuse he gave. <laughs> right. But like, I, but like, you know, I'm trying to give him benefit of the doubt, even though I don't want to. And it's probably not true. Um, and he intercepted a message from A that said, what lucky you, Arya, only other girls have to do their homework. You get to do the teacher. And he's like, well, if A knows, then maybe B knows and C knows. I thought you were mature enough to keep this a secret. I'm, I'm like, not it's not maturity that... that makes you keep a secret. It's abuse. That ABC line is probably like one of my favorite lines on the show so far. See, and I was like, no one's going to say that. <laughs> when Ezra said that, I was like, that is Actually, you know hilarious. what? Ezra sat up all night trying to think of a line to say. And listen, I feel like 95% of the time it flops on his face, but I respected this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, but he's like, I thought you were mature enough to keep this a secret. No, the mature thing to do is to not date your teacher. Like, <laughs> he, he could also said, I thought I groomed you to not say anything. Right. He's like, I thought I gave, I thought I made it clear <laughs> that it, I will make this worse for you than it will ever be for me. And I'm about, I'm about to go to jail. So. <laughs> and Ari's like, no, like, I don't know who A is. And he's like, sure, you don't. I bet you do. And she's like, I don't. And he's like, 
Mm -hmm. Take your phone and leave and take your stupid enhanced mac and cheese that's just a bowl of fettuccine. I, I, I know the producers want me to feel bad for Arya, but I feel no sympathy for this character. Like, also, this should have like, happened, like, at least one episode on five. This should happen four episodes ago. <laughs> honestly. Like, I don't know how it's able to go on this long. I also don't understand how... Um, I, I don't understand how Ezra has groomed her so well in such a short period of time mm-hmm. because they've only hung out a handful of times that we've seen but then also like she's not bad like i think aria has been hurt and gr- in a different way groomed by her father to keep secrets and i think there's a lot of trauma there that she hasn't really uncovered and like she needs to go to therapy too but like I don't know. I think she has a complex about wanting to feel mature. And she feels that... She brings it up all the time. And I'm like, I have never met a mature person that brings up maturity as much as... But also, like, here's the other thing. They know, like, nothing about each other. Correct. Like, he finds out in this episode that she can make what she calls enhanced mac and cheese and that she can cook. AKA, she can boil pasta. Which is literally his move from, like, a week ago. (laughs) She's like, oh, your pasta was not good. Let me make you pasta. Pause. Again, Arya is actively not a good cook. I am betting to bet money on Oh, 100%. But like, and and she doesn't know that he's doing a poetry reading. If you're dating someone, you should know about their hobbies and what they're doing. You don't need to know where they are at all times. But like, if there's an event in someone's life, you should know about it beforehand. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to pry it out of their, their schedule. But but that's where you meet the root of this entire problem. Ezra knew this was wrong the entire time. He's just upset he got caught. I know, but like it's just like one of those things of like, I feel so bad for Arya in a way that, like I don't feel bad for her, but I feel bad for her in the sense of like, I don't think she's ever had a healthy relationship in her life. So she doesn't know what that looks like. Like she hasn't had a healthy romantic relationship as far as I know. So she doesn't know necessarily that she's 14. She's 15. 16. But like Still. but like you would be surprised mm-hmm. at how how the kinds of things that people put up with in their first relationship when their first relationship is abusive. Mm. Like she's still learning the patterns of what a relationship is like. And she's learning how to connect with someone on a romantic level. And all that she's learned is that it's full of secrets. Even from her parents, she's learned that it's full of secrets. Mostly her father, but... I was about to say, you're, you're, you're bringing someone into it that don't not you in it. Right, but like, she's still... But like, she didn't even know that her father hadn't told her mom everything at that point, once her mom already knew. And And I think that she is like she's she's still doing a lot of learning of like what does it mean to be a person in love with someone else and it is Ezra's fault for not creating healthy boundaries and also for dating her in the first place like, I, was like, I was like there's there's a full stop like, that you have there's a lot that over. people put up with when like 
someone tells you they love you for the first time and you are so desperate for some to be seen and she's learning these patterns and she's like this is what she conceives of as normal so I want to give her that space to like give her that doubt but like if this continues on Ezra's part like he is seriously he needs to go to jail well pause he should have been went to jail like he should have gone like he should have at least lost his job probably gone to jail already and like at this point like put him on like to catch a predator Mm -hmm. like blast his name yes yeah so that's the juicy part of the episode uh before i still like Arya. she's still my least favorite character um so our episode ends where uh we're at the grill and toby is trying to ignore emily but she comes over to sit with him and gives him a mix cd she made for him and apologizes like i was not here for it but i was like she's actively trying but like still you brush me off and i i didn't know how to feel i was conflicted yeah and then spencer goes to hang out with alex and Arya returns home and gives the pasta she made for Ezra to her brother. And they just sort of like sit and mope in their house. And that's how the episode ends. Poor Asher. Yeah. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, I have a piece of trivia for you. Okay. Someone was supposed to die in this episode, but Marlene King, the creator, uh, changed her mind. Who was supposed to die in this episode? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, were they in the episode? They are someone who was in the episode. Ooh, if someone was supposed to die. I don't have any more details about the circumstances or why this person, why they changed their mind. Someone was supposed to die. That's crazy because I can't see any of the characters like being offed. Um, my guess is not one of the core four. I'm going to guess, and they were in this episode. They were in this episode on screen. I'm gonna guess Ezra. You are incorrect. It was Thanks. our boy Toby Cavanaugh. He was spared. The, the, uh, why? I, I told you I don't have any other information. What? Where is the source? It's from an interview with the creator of the show. You can't drop a bomb like that. Well, I can't give you more information because then it gives you spoilers. So I do have more information, but I can't give it to you. Give it to me as soon as possible because I am like, why would they kill off Toby in an episode five? Like Toby has been like one of the best parts of the show. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. Like it's like his storyline just getting started. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, actually, actually I'm reading uh and no, he was just supposed to die. Like, 
there's no good rhyme or reason. Uh, it says he had a four episode arc when I first when I first wrote the show. He was supposed to die in the fifth episode of season one. We forget uh, very quickly. It, we forget very quickly because of how like likable the actor's name, uh, Keegan Allen, is that he was not preferred by most of the re residents of Rosewood. Everyone thought he was this murderous Boo Radley character referencing To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm -hmm. um, he had a very tumultuous life. Um, so he has all these uh, problems he's dealing with and all these layers. So it would be super shocking to see him die and to learn more about that. And that's what it says. I would not have liked that. You know what? I, I would not have had like that. Honestly, Jay, I would have quit. I, I know. So like, thank you, Marlene <laughs> King. <laughs> I would have been done with the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's heart-wrenching. Yeah. Not my boy Toby. Um, yeah. So we've come around to your favorites and predictions. Um, and yes. we had three messages from A this episode. We had three? Yeah. So the first one is uh, Ever wonder what's two. going on when your back is turned? And that's sent to Hannah, but the whole group sees it. It has the video. Mm -hmm. Then we have an email also to Hannah. That says now I have two now I know two secrets. Hannah got dissed and Emily got kissed, and it has the photo booth pictures. And then the third one is lucky you, Aria. Other girls have to do their homework. You get to do the teacher. Which one is I favorite? actively disliked all three of these. Like there was <laughs> so I, I I so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give it to last week's thing on the bitches then. <laughs> Nope, you gotta give it. Nope, nope, nope. This is my podcast. I do what I want. This is not your podcast. This is our podcast. Pick, pick one. You don't have to like it, but which of the three is the best message that was sent? None of them were good. Right, but if you were to rank them, which would be number one? I would say burn the house down. Because, <laughs> uh, like, what were they? Uh, we don't like outing people. Uh, we don't like pedophilia. But we do. Last we don't week like we stopping. talked. Last week we talked about how we liked that A sent the letter. And do we like that A is sort of showing like, you can't stop me. You don't know where I am. I could even be here right now. And that one sparked your whole like Spencer could be A or could have something to do with A theory. So it gave you the most to chew on. Okay. I'll choose that one then. I was like, you're going to well, choose one or we're not ending the podcast. <laughs> um, I feel so disrespected. <laughs> uh, and then, but like it did, this episode did have some of your predictions lived up to because you well, said that- Which one should I get right? Because you said that someone was going to send out the picture of Emily and Maya, which did <gasps> happen, just not on the same scale. And we don't know if it was Ben. We know it was A, but we don't know if Ben is A. I feel like I genuinely every week feel like the show's going to go more grandiose and every week they get, they get like a little more tame. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> There's some, some episodes in the middle where you're like, I don't know about this, but like, don't worry. In a 
one day you're going to be like, what the, where, how do we get here? And the answer yes is no. even the writer doesn't know. Jay, yes or no? We could have um, fit these episode four and five together and just make one 40 minute episode. We could have, and yet we've made two three hour episodes. <laughs> Not um, okay. I have a question about this, about something that happened this week. Ooh, I, I have an answer for you because I usually have answers for stuff. Are we going to see Hardy again? And, does his, and is his prediction going to be right about Ezra going to jail? Yes, and sadly, no. When do you, when do you think we're going to see Hardy again? When? Yeah. Like, is it going to be soon, or is it going to be like in a different a different season? I I think I think it's going to be Arya's going to pull up at um Ezra's apartment, un, unannounced, unexpected, knocks on the door. Hardy opens the door and he's like, really, ma'am, you're still doing this. That's how I feel like it's going to happen. Interesting. That's, that's what I think. All right. Um, and then who do you, th- and who do you think is A? Last week it was a Wilden. I, I think it is Spencer and some unknown um, partner of hers. Okay. Do you think that partner might be Wilden? No, I, they don't seem connected at this point in time. And do you think that all of the A's are connected? So you don't think it's Wilden anymore? Well, I don't. I don't think the um, the photo is A. I, I still think the photo has been right. So it could be. I think all the A's except for that one is connected. Okay, so you think that it's Spencer and someone else, and it's not Wilden? Yes. I feel like Wilden's going to show up and you're going to be like, no, this is a shady bitch. I still think he's the murderer. I still think he killed Allie. Okay, but you don't think he's A? Yes. Okay. Um, and the next, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to track this in my brain, track where you're going. I feel like I, the only two people who's been on my bad board is um, him and Spencer. <laughs> and that's you know, that's fair. <laughs> um, Next week's episode, episode six of season one, is There's No Place Like Homecoming. Tell me what you think There's No Place Like Homecoming is about. We're going to have a Carrie-esque scene, because of course we are. <laughs> a Stephen King Carrie? Yes. <laughs> Who's going to get carried? Probably Jenna. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 I know it hurts, don't it? I hate that so much. Oh, that makes me really sad. Jenna or Toby Cavanaugh, one of those two. And it's going to hurt my heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're already outcast. Oh my God, it hurts. Oh my God, it's not going to be good. Uh, okay. Oh. So, so that's going to oh, suck. So we're going to have a carry scene. What else is going to happen? Um, what is it called? We're homecoming? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no place like homecoming. There's no place like homecoming. Um, I believe Ari's that's going to decide to move out. He, okay. But he's not like moving out, moving out. He's going to be like, this is only for the time being. Um, we'll probably get back together or something like that. Stuff like, you know, it's like this ain't perfect. Like we're working on things. Like, yeah. We need space. Yes. 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 I think that's going to happen. Uh, Sean and Hannah. Well, they go. They join their cult. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, continuing with our Glee crossover, do you think Quinn for Quinn Fabre is going to be there? Yes, one hundred percent. Pregnant and everything. She, she would be in there, pregnant and everything. Oh, uh, I mean, I. How far could Ohio be from Pennsylvania? Oh, uh, I think Ohio's right there, while Pennsylvania's right there. Yeah, so like it's possible. <laughs> but yes, um, I think they, they will join their cult. Um, and then Hannah's going to be like, ah, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And be like, you know what? I tried. Never mind. We're good. And All right. I also think uh, Spence is going to bring this boy Alex. Ooh. To home poor time. boy. And poor boy, indeed, because <laughs> he's getting in this mess. <laughs> I, he don't deserve it. He's just like, I just want to pick up tennis balls. Uh, and Arya and homeboy, not homeboy, not Ezra. my homeboy, actively not my homeboy, <laughs> Ezra, they're going to sneak off and hash things out. Um, whether it's good or badly, I don't know yet, but they're going to, it's going to be, um, they're going to confront each other. <laughs> All right. I like this. I like these predictions. Yes. I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, and, 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 and Maya's, no, Mona is going to be homecoming queen. Ooh, spicy. Yes. <laughs> she's here for a little bit. She comes back and we are reminded that she is royalty. Yes. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, AJ. Yes. If people have feedback, they can email it to us at two secrets pod at gmail.com. That's the number mm-hmm. two secrets pod at gmail.com. Or they mm-hmm. can send it to us on Twitter at dragon babies pod. And that's babies with a Z instead of an S. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you? And what they are you up to also, these days? They could find me on Twitter at the kid Norris. Uh, I'm not up to anything at this point in time. Um, by the time this release, um, I think. Big Brother Canada probably would have started. You might see me talking um, about some Big Brother Canada, but if you, you can check my Twitter for whatever I'm doing. Again, uh, what I'm hearing is that you're going to be stuck in a room for the next six days and trying to escape. And we'll finally, <laughs> you'll finally escape in time to podcast with me next Monday. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, sure. Um, and you can find me at jmanji underscore on twitter that's j-a-y-m-a-n-j-i underscore um and these days i'm really just hanging out with my cats um fostering two little baby kittens so if you are interested in adopting a kitten feel free to talk to me i can put you in touch with tons of people who have kittens up for adoption um, especially if you live in the midwest um but otherwise that's really it for me. Um, so please feel free to send us any feedback you have. Rate and review us uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us reviews. Tell us what you think. Um, send us tickets to Iceland. Also, only five-star reviews. We was, only five-star reviews. Or else less. no more Mona. And listen, you I will see edit how her out of the show laughing. and send those episodes to... to 
uh, AJ. <laughs> you will get none of my takes on the great Mona. Um, and that's our show. Wait, pause. If you, if you don't give us a five star review, we will retroactively go back in time so that way they do kill off Mona. Toby, and that would be on. No, Mona. we couldn't do that. And that would be on. No, listen, and it'll be on your hands. It'll be on your hands. And with that, that's our show. Join us <laughs> next week for our sixth episode there's no place like homecoming bye got a secret can you keep it swear this one you save better lock it in your pocket taking this one to the grave if i show you then i know you won't tell what i said because two can keep a secret if one of them is dead